All right, and we're back. Episode two of the Rock Bottom Enduro podcast. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Heineken, Monster, Modelo, and Red Bull. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Hey. I'm surprised you came <laughs> back at all. Wait, like, what are you surprised about? I'm surprised I'm surprised people are back to listen to Well, you're also two. assuming. Yeah, there's I'm also idea. assuming people are listening this to this. This hasn't been released yet, so Big you don't know that don't they're back. Know. I'm speaking in faith. So the future. So my man Jason, who likes to be, produce the show, has a pretty good layout of what he wants to do. Oh no, I don't. Oh, you don't? I'm not the producer. I just threw out an idea because nobody. You're else basically was, the yeah. producer because nobody else is contributing to yeah. ideas. But well, we're talking bikes mean? tonight. Oh, are you? Okay, talking bikes tonight. Before I, we get into bikes, have yeah. you guys seen the uh, the pictures and videos of Grinding Stone? Yeah. It's going to be a mud bath out there. I saw people. There, like from today, it didn't look that bad. So okay. I don't know. I'm confused. I think it rained, and then now it's already probably sunk I mean, in. It's Arizona. Ground. It'll dry out in an hour. But oh, it like percent. is that when is the race? This weekend. Oh. Tomorrow and Sunday. Yeah, tomorrow and Sunday. It's knockout format oh. this year. We're anyway. supposed to go, dude. So we're not doing grinding. Stone. We're, no, we're unless not, you want no. to pack it up tonight and go. I mean, we could. Podcast over. <laughs> we gotta go. But. That's when I want to hit next year. Yeah. Well, we're supposed to do it this year. I was supposed to do it this Injuries year, but scheduling terrible. wasn't going to work out. And then I got injured, so I can't do snake bite. So, Where's, when's snake bite? Next weekend. Oh, next weekend. Yeah, we're already going camping down in Texas with my folks, Ugh. and so I was just going to make a trip out of it. So, because next week is spring break for my kiddos. Probably uh, yours too. Um, I'm not going to discuss in the public where my when my kids are and aren't. Okay. Not at school. Let's edit that part out. I sounded silly. Yeah, you did sound that. You came off a little oh. muddy there. Oh. <laughs> a little fucking tinfoil hat. Oh. <laughs> Alex Jones is our special guest today. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking bikes today. Um, kind of more specific, What kind of bikes? What kind of bikes? Uh, more specifically, bikes that... Um, that would be good for enduro. We're not going to talk oh, motocross bikes. Are you talking so, about bikes that would be good for hard enduro? Yes, bikes or? that would be good for hard enduro okay. or the kind of enduro we ride, which I feel like Medium is somewhere enduro. in the middle. It's somewhere between plush and hard. Oh, uh, okay. So like medium. Speaking of. Speaking of Jesus. plush, um, Matt recently purchased a Russian nightclub. <laughs> Arminian. Arminian. So, so let me, here's this thing. It's very... Fucking slippery, bro. If you're, you can't catch me. If you're only listening and you're <laughs> and you're not watching the video, uh, Mike was one of uh, Plush Enduro's early customers on a zip up. My name's Matt. Matt. You said Mike. Did I say Mike? I'm sorry. Matt was one of Mike's. Man, I'm sitting next to Mike and Matt. I'm gonna get this messed up a bunch. Matt was one of Plush Enduro's oh. early customers and purchased a zip front oh, hoodie. That turned out to be very, very shiny. It's a special request. Yeah, if you remember, hey. if you guys are old enough and you remember kind of the, uh, like the satin jackets. Uh, I'll, I'll throw an overlay of, like, yeah. of exactly what you're talking we'll get about. The satin jacket. Yeah. I, I had an Atlanta Braves satin jacket. Did you guys have one? I did not know. I, I'm from Pennsylvania now. What does that I had mean? a starter jacket. I had a Giants one. Well, not saying that you guys had an Atlanta Braves jacket, but did you have a satin jacket? <sighs> What about a starter jacket? You yeah, guys, I did have starter jackets. Yeah. What kind of starter jacket did you have? Giants. Dallas Cowboys, baby. <laughs> had a Notre Dame. Did you? Yeah. Notre Dame. Wow. Yeah. That's a 
It's pretty far north. Yeah, me. I think Rudy had come out. Oh, that's yeah. a good movie. Honestly, it's probably on sale. That's You're 100 and nothing. Notre Dame yeah. isn't as regional. Five foot sale. nothing. 100 and nothing. Notre Dame's not as that's regional big... as other colleges because people in Texas love Notre Dame too. Do they? Probably because of the movie Rudy. Yeah. yeah. I, like that was a, like, yeah, up where I'm from, like that's the movie. So, like, you'd have, you'd go to people's houses, like the, the you know, the richer kids that had basements and stuff in their houses. And you'd walk downstairs, there'd be the Notre Dame sign. You got a slap to go down the stairs mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, Notre Dame's pretty big up there. I'm going to be honest. I yeah. don't know where Notre Dame is. It's in Indiana. Oh. Is it in Indiana? Yeah. I thought it was in Michigan. No. Whoops. <laughs> I, we might all be wrong. I knew it was. I said that with a lot of assurance. <laughs> hey, can you, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> can you pull you that know, up, Jamie? Your confidence. I, yeah. I felt like you were telling the truth because you were right? very confident with that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Hey, fuck. We're gonna have to edit that out if I'm wrong. If I'm no. right, though, we're gonna keep. We're gonna it. leave it in. Oh, luckily, I have all full control over that. <laughs> <laughs> I full yeah, oh, like, no. So it turns you, out we were all wrong. Ohio. It's in Ohio. That's oh, what this says. That's wrong, dude. Notre Dame College. Oh, is that not the same? Oh, never mind. That's not. Hold up. Hold up. Notre Dame College. We want like university. Yeah. University of Notre Dame. College and university. How can they they're interchangeable. Use the same. Because they're trying name. to fucking trick dumb people Indiana. into attending. Yeah. Yeah. University of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. South Bend. University of Notre Dame and Notre Dame College are two different places. Yeah. Yes. Which one has the hunchback in it? Uh, but I probably both. Oh, okay. Both. Yeah. There's probably hunchbacks. A couple of autistic they, kids. If they have Bend liberal backs. arts degrees, they have hunchbacks. Hundred percent. Blue hair. Living in the bell tower, <laughs> swooping down. So anyway. So should we do dirt bikes? We should probably talk about dirt okay. bikes now. If you're still with us, uh, thanks for hanging out. We're going to talk about dirt bikes. Um, so you know, kind of one of the questions I want to ask you guys: If you were buying it, like, pretend you already don't own what you own. Matt has a Beta. Mike has a Sherco. Money's no object. What bike are you buying today? Hmm. You want to take this one first? Yeah. I'll go. I know my Yeah, answer. go ahead and go. Okay. Go ahead and go. I'm going to put if a money hard stop on time. No object. And, and let, money and is no object. And let's let's assume like <laughs> let's assume you know, uh that you like you're going to go buy a bike. It has to be a factory bike that you could buy. Do it. No, let's let's just yeah. go assume you're going to okay. go to a dealership and buy a brand new bike, mm-hmm. but you're also going to budget for uh, suspension to have done, you know, fifteen, twelve hundred dollars, fifteen dollars, like valves and springs, and a couple like hardware accessories. Specific. So let's let's assume you're going to buy a bike and outfit it for the type of riding we do. What bike are you buying today? Yeah, but, but that's also kind of subjective. The type of riding we do that we do different types. Like we do more flowy stuff. There's more hard-ish enduro stuff. Okay. So what are you talking about? So one but bike, one bike quiver. If we can only have one, oh, one bike, bike quiver, yeah. you can't just oh, be like. Oh, well, later we'll get into if we're going to have a two bike quiver, but let's for now you have one bike to do two all bike the riding. So bike. I, uh, man, that's actually kind of tough now because I thought I had my answer. Oh, which was all the bikes. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying because I thought I had my answer with that new KTM. What but if KTM? you're talking a 250 XE, okay, okay. But if you're talking one bike to do it all, that makes it more tough because I kind of want to say 300 XC. However, if we're talking hard enduro stuff, I really like my beta for that. The beta's clutch is mm. butter. Yeah, it's just I mean, clutch, power delivery. Um, the motor. Yeah, it's it's very good bike for hard enduro. Oh. One of the videos I was watching about the new TBI KTM says that the TBI 
behaves a lot more like a perfectly tuned carburetor. And we mentioned this last time yep. when we kind of touched on it. That's kind of what Steven said. And yeah. so even though it's a ripper, like it still does well for hard enduro, certainly better than the TPI did. Um, I don't like... I did very minimal kind of slow speed figure eight stuff, if you will. Um, I mean, and it's capable of going slow. It's not the crazy death machine Jeff Slavens makes it out to be. Uh, but, but is it a game changer like Morgan makes it out to be? I think it is. Okay. I think it might be. Um, but yeah, so I haven't done any any sort of like hard enduro ish obstacles. So I don't know, man. Um, mm, tough. I think for this argument, I'm going to say. Beta 300. Okay. Yeah. RR or RR race? Uh, no preference, man. No preference? Yeah. I'm not good enough to the know. The thing I like about the race is the race comes with KYB forks and shock, which if you're going to get it, the um, yours comes, the yeah. RR comes with the sacks, right? Which it does. If you're getting but it they've, sprung and they've valved made, anyway. Yeah, they've made a lot of improvements from what I understand because um, I don't mind. It's sprung from my weight. Yeah. I don't mind it at all. Like I think they're, they're it's great suspension. Um, and I'm sure if I were to even like valve it, it would be even better. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and then I've ridden Bills. Uh, our buddy Bill has got a a 250 race edition. Um, so not only is it KYB, but he's also had it worked over by TBT. Um, and that thing is awesome. And it's like, nice, but oh I don't man, think it was nice. like so many levels above mine. Oh, it is so many levels above mine. Well, yeah. You <laughs> have a 1942 KTM. Yeah. Sorry. I don't even think you have springs in there, right? Um, no. Like, are there air forks? Are they air, air forks? Or no, no there's springs. Yeah, there's springs. Okay. Like, God yeah. bless. What do you think, Mike? What bike are you buying? Well, first, I like to, I've ridden you know, a little bit on his beta. And, like, the first time I got on, I was like, oh, this is the best hard enduro bike. Mm, like, you said that. Hands down. Like, it just feels feels good. I like betas, though. I yeah. mean, I had a baby, had two betas previous to the Sherco. But, like, just the, the clutch now is so buttery and just and everything. It's just, oh, it's just so much low-end power. It's just it's just right there on tap. It's one, I liked it. I love it. So I'd say I, I would be remiss if I didn't admit I thought that was the best hard enduro bike. However. 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 I like my Sherco. And it's not because I bought it and I'm like, I'm fucking biased. But it, for me, it just feels better. It feels better than the beta ergonomically. It feels better than everything else. But that's me. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. So for me right now, it's obviously I, I like the Sherco. Which is as far as, especially going faster, I yeah. find it to be a better bike to go fast on. Which is interesting because that kind of made me think of a point that, um, you know, like you love the Sherco ergonomics. I oh. hated it. You're bigger than me. Um, much taller. like KTM's fit us yeah. very well. Yeah. KT, I feel like KTM's. KTM's. Yeah, KTM's, KTM's, well. KTM's. I feel like I'm not. I'm on top of the bike. Yeah. Like I really every time I've ridden a KTM, I feel like I'm ri I'm riding the bike as opposed to we're a thing kind of together. Right. Yeah. You know. So. Hmm. And again, I think given what I know now about the Sherco, I think I could make a KTM work. Yeah. By just putting some flat handlebars on it and like a broomstick. Yes. Yes. It'd be perfect. Yes. Um, but yeah. Just turn your bars upside down just on the case. You flip them all the way down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you could flip or just like get some cafe racer. Yeah, get some cafe racer clip-ons. Yeah. <laughs> so having ridden with you several times, like when you say you love your Sherco, not just because you bought, it, I believe you, just because you oh, like, like you genuinely like I can tell like you really love that thing and you yeah. like you ride it fast. 
Yeah, I, mean, I can you're ride faster it than me. faster. Yeah, you ride that faster than you used to ride your Beta. Yes. And your Beta was a good bike. Yeah, and getting back on the Beta when I had the Sherco, getting the springs done and stuff, yeah. it wasn't like that did not transform back over to the Beta. I was slow on the Beta again. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. What are you going to do? So for me, I'd say, okay, so I say this. If you're short, if you're short, I find the Sherco to be pretty good ergonomically. Yeah. yeah. It forces you in a position that's very aggressive. And I like it because it's very compact. Yeah. And I wonder, so like I looked up before before we got going today, I looked up just kind of some basic specs on the new KTM 250XC, the Beta 300 uh, 250RR race, and the Sherco 250 SEF. And like seat height, they're all close. Like the yeah. KTM and the Sherco are both 37 and a half. The Beta was shorter, but not by much, 36 and a half. The Beta had the, le- the least amount of ground clearance at 12 and a half inches. KTM and Sherco had the same at 14 inches. So um, so the beta seemed like the cockpit would be just a little bit bigger, but it doesn't feel like a bigger bike. To me, the KTM feels the biggest, even though on paper they're all like really close to the same size. And, I don't, and maybe that's – and I don't, I don't have measurements on bars, and so I don't know how high or the bars width. are. Well, so, because like, like and, crotch, like the width where your, yeah. your seat is, like mm. that's going to make a big determination on how tall the bike feels. Yeah. So if you have a narrow seat base, it, it feels like a smaller bike. Like, yeah. You and it, sat on the KTM. Is it yeah thick? Is no, I think thick they're in the waist. I think they're pretty narrow. Okay, yeah. Now well, mine, I have a 2014 KTM. Thick, it's wide compared to the newer ones. How many C's though? Even like the 2017, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's considerably wider than even like the 2017 yeah. KTM. So my bike feels big and heavy just because the generation it is. So one thing I do kind of want to point out because you kind of keep alluding to this. Uh, cockpit size because of seat height and ground clearance so looking at the bike what's the lowest point of the bike going to be the pipe right right it's going to be the so bottom of the if, frame if that's where Imagine. the bottom of the frame or where are they where are they measuring ground clearance at? they're measuring ground clearance at the at the lowest point which, right. would, which, which would assume be the, to be the bottom of the frame no man it ain't going to be the pipe on the ktm that's not where they're going to well maybe the new ones but yeah what because they the pipes always been notoriously hang very low oh. on the KTM. I, so I just on the skid plate i just assume they me- they're measuring ground clearance kind of in the middle on the frame yeah because even the linkage pokes down lower than that i don't think yeah they're measuring that's, that's a good point hmm. um but and like uh and i couldn't really maybe. find too many measurements on how high the pegs were except for the beta the beta listed their like footrest height at 16 inches, which was like four inches higher than the ground clearance. So, I don't know what the difference between ground ground clearance and peg height is on all these bikes. So, either. and that's that brings up another point actually that um, on the my old Husky, I put the fastway pegs that are like the lower position. Mm-hmm. And it felt a lot better, and I never felt a need to do that on the beta. Like I'm, I still have stock pegs. Interesting. Yeah. So the the cockpit on the beta might just be like a little bit longer. Yeah, maybe. Com- yeah. I had to lower my pegs like and put them back tremendously. On your beta? On the Sherco. On the Sherco, yeah. The Sherco. Because it's really tight. It's compact. Yeah. It's very tight. And so, they're flat too on the Sherco, right? Yeah, they are flat. Yeah. Which probably didn't bother me that much, but now they're not flat. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're down and back like and then half an inch if we want to just continue on with do you want to continue with your specs or i mean and the, the other spec i wrote down was weight uh the ktm claimed weight on website is 220 actual weight on dirt bike channels website was 239 beta claim weight is 228 
actual weight 244, Sherco claim weight 224, actual weight 255. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we need your buttons. It takes more oil. It, oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it, it takes, takes like six more quarts of oil. That's what <laughs> yeah. It, has it got a Hemi or what? Don't worry. The oil will leak out quickly as you heat the clutch up. It yeah. So it boils out. So Jason was, he had mentioned that the Beta was the heaviest bike. And I was like, no way. Because I had the Sherco and before I got the Beta. But not by a Shurko ton. Like, felt, not by, not, what do you mean not by a ton? Four, well, like 11 pounds. Well, on paper. What do you mean on, it's well, I'm saying the, the beta well, it, on paper, the claim dry weight of the beta is only four pounds heavier than the Sherco and eight pounds heavier than the okay, KTM. You gotta add you gotta add some stuff, right? The so, things that the Sherco comes with that the beta doesn't. Like what? Fans. Does the okay. Sherco come with a fan? Like a thick ass it, plate. It does, but the fan is what, like eight ounces? It's tw- it depends on the 36 fan. Thirty six ounces, bro. The, I, I don't know. How the Sherco, but I, the Sherco fan is eight ounces, and the Beta fan is six weeks away. Uh, I, I get. Yeah. <laughs> so you got you got a lot going on. So you have yeah. different suspension, beefier suspension, yeah. better. So let's. Close can you chamber. say again? If you didn't say. More. So what's the, what's the difference? The in difference advertised in, weight. Oh, by the way, we used this from. Uh, we took the weights from Kyle Brothers and Dirt Bike Channel. Um, he's not very entertaining, but he does provide some good weights. Great information. So um, let's talk the difference between the, difference the so manufacturer advertised weight versus actual ready to ride weight. Um, KTM not was a KTM about reference. Twenty pounds away from their claimed weight and actual weight, Beta was sixteen pounds away. So they were mm, the closest. Respectable, very honest. Yeah, very. You know, Beta's very. And then Sherco uh, was also was the heaviest in real life and the worst liars. They were thirty pounds away. Gross. Um, their Be ashamed of yourselves. All the weights slung lower though, so it feels like yeah. Weird. So I don't no. care what you guys say. No. And you know, and really, like you are so biased. We're gonna make. Ma- Why would I be biased? Just here. I, you're the only one that says this because thing. Matt's I had, here with I'm an agenda. Not. I'm not. Everybody that rides that bike's like, I love this thing, yeah. except for you. I haven't ridden it. I, mean, I think I rode it once, but I just rode it around too. Head, so I'm just saying, not everybody. Not everybody, but a lot. Some people did. I'm I'm hoping this season. I gotta edit this Hitler part out. Now we are not allowed to talk about that. Why? I'm hoping like soon I get to ride on all these road bikes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, all right. So what's your bike? What are you choosing? Oh, what bike am I choosing? Well, all right. So this one's hard for me because I've been a KTM fanboy for a long time. Hi, bro, you kind of are, dude. I, I Wait, mean, you like KTM's? I do. I do love KTM's. I'm wearing KTM colors because they're. I mean, the orange is my favorite color. I'm not sure which came first, loving KTM's or loving orange. But you should go to the old school KTM's that were baby blue oh, and gosh. just pink. They and were terrible hideous. back then. Uh, so. I'm torn because I've never ridden the new. I haven't ridden the new ones yet. The 250 Ooh. XC TBI. I I really want to ride that, but not having ridden the XC and only going off what I've ridden, I would probably buy the Beta as well. After riding, I think it's I've ridden. You should say that. I, th- <laughs> I think I've ridden. Bill, I think what? I've ridden Bill's bike at Penrose, and of course his. You know, it's got the KYBs yeah. front and rear. He's got a valve. Do you ride it in the hard sp- his doesn't have the rear. No, well, I mean, Penrose, everything sucks. But I, I went, I went uh, down one of those really rocky, bouldery roads mm-hmm. faster on his bike I than know. I can comfortably go on my bike. Yeah, and it just everything just felt better. His clutch was, whew, the clutch was they're, great. They're so nice. The motor mm-hmm. felt so good. Now, after I ride the TBI KTM, that opinion might change. Um, but if I'm going to buy a bike today, it it will probably be the Beta. Look at that. Three for beta. beta. Yeah, I even agree. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I like the beta. 
I mean, and they the look is different too. Like the engine's I, not a square engine like all the other bikes. It's different mm-hmm. board. Like the yeah. stroke and stuff is totally different. It's so smooth, so it's smooth. Interesting. And I'm not talking about like vibration. Like KTM yeah. probably owns oh the hundred oh, percent. I'm talking about comparison. like yeah. you know when you get on the gas, it just it just feels so good when you're like accelerating. And so that, Let, to me anyway. Here, here's here's something I've always wanted to talk about. Oh, and this is a theory I have. Okay. Right? When it comes to KTM's counterbalancing, it's the counterbalancing isn't rocket science. No. Anybody could make their bike as counterbalanced as a KTM. But what do you lose when you counterbalance the bike perfectly? Character? I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but I, I suspect you lose a lot of low end power. Mm. And that's why I can see it because they get shit on in low end power on every other bike. Mm. Because to get that level of counterbalance, they're probably putting a bigger You're gonna lose energy. Way. Well, when did they else? start? Counterbalancing, it was like 17. seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. And they've never been known for being the. But even like Stevens has a, a carburetor two thousand seventeen, right. and even he talks about he, it's not great yeah. off the bottom. Like You're it's right. got a. I, I, just I have to say, I may be full of shit. I'm just guessing. I mean, you are, but it, I think you I'm might always be correct. Both a, things can be true. You can be full theory, of shit though. and correct. What's that? You can, both things can be true. You can be generally full of shit, but also correct. Well, maybe, probably, hopefully, both. But yeah, I've always kind of wondered because like anybody can make a counterbalance yeah. that good. Mm-hmm. There's nothing special. Yeah, and I didn't like. Why wouldn't you? Especially at this point, because so, and so it's know. been pretty much the same for the most part, right? Since seventeen, or has it gotten better? KTM's kind of balancing. Know. I, they, yeah, we'd have really to do, good. We'd have to do a side by side. Yeah, um, I mean, Stevens 2017 feels so really smooth. I have noticed because I mean, there's been times where he and I have swapped bikes, and then I'm on his 17. 300 XC, and I like, dude, this it's it's so much smoother. Um, yeah, it's nice. So yeah, I mean, they've had what? I mean, that's six years now that other companies could have improved. They could have been. They could have said, hey, obviously we know what their their level is. What can we do to get there? And they're not doing it, unless they just don't care. I mean, it's like Suzuki. Like, oh, you want electric start? Get fucked. (laughs) So crazy. Hope you don't stall your bike in a race, Kenny. Oh my god. So dumb, but and and maybe the other manufacturers are prioritizing that low end hit over a perfectly smooth. Get, yeah, because the position here is that I'm not full of shit. More right, right. I, but, I don't but know. let you know, let's make the assumption that you're correct, and like that's part of why they don't have that bottom hit. As a rider, I would rather have a few a, a slightly more vibrating engine and have a hit right off the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead yeah, of a perfectly I, smooth motor, it doesn't bother me. It's not like you're riding a YZ. Yeah, and you get you get used motors. to it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. When I, when I first got my beta, because um, it was kind of gradual, I will say beta's probably the worst at it. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, even then, it, I don't think your bike vibrates as much as my 2014. No, no, no. no. I mean, it, you can still tell it's a I wouldn't think so. My bike is a pain mixer. <laughs> you know, my wife's got the, <laughs> the cross trainer. Oh, yeah. The girl's bike. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. And it's, the, it's a 19, I think. So it's not counterbalanced, and it's noticeable. Um, but even that, like you get used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so when I went from my husky to the Sherco, I was like, oh, this like th- this thing vibrates. And then going from Sherco to beta, like this vibrates more. Yeah. Uh, but you get you I mean, it's I noticed that maybe my first ride. And you know then what I, did? I haven't noticed it since. You know what I did? Hmm. So I I filled mine with shot. 
<laughs> oh, I remember you doing that. You yeah. filled what with And that shot? made a difference. The, head, the handlebars. So you shove a cork down in there a little ways, uh-huh. and then you throw some shot in there. It yeah. made and it makes huge, it like a dead blow hammer. Yeah, it made a huge difference. Like, did yeah. you fill it? Is it like Yeah, you leave a little bit of gap in yeah. there, just like a dead blow. You but just try to guess, but it worked really well. What you're saying is you made the heaviest bike even heavier. Right. Well, it doesn't feel heavy. That's in your Sherco now? Yes. Did you do that before the XC gear mount? I did that before the XC gear mount. So it made a difference, and then the XC probably oh, yeah, like, helped even more? Yeah, yeah, because I did, like, the same thing that XC gear did was, like, they take, like, the little vibrating thing for the phone. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, like, shitty scienced it, and mm-hmm. it was it made a, quite a difference. Interesting. But, I mean, the XC gear mount made up a difference on my bike oh i'm sure um it's definitely more comfortable like that like my hands and stuff like my wrists and stuff feel way better with that yeah well my arms like between the xc gear and the counter shots at the end of the day like my arms still feel still good versus before like my arms would be smoked arm pumped just dead like i like my arms still feel fresh at the yeah. end of a ride really? it's the rest of me that's the problem <laughs> but i thought arm pump mostly came from grip if, if, but also, like, if you're, you think like your your bars are shaking a lot and constantly, and you're constantly fighting it, you, it's going to affect the way you grip your bike as well. Like, I can be more relaxed because I'm not taking as many jarring hits through the handlebars hmm. as I was before. Did your hands fall asleep at all with the vibration? Um, only that's something that I used to get when I broke my right wrist in yeah. 2000 in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, the first. Probably three or four months of riding after that, yeah. my hand would fall asleep all the yeah. time. But I think that was more a result of the surgery than it was the vibration, um, because after a while that went away. And so I'm expecting now that I've, I'm recovering from wrist surgery on the other one, I'm expecting it to uh, fall asleep again. But hopefully oh, the XC bar mount. I didn't have the XC bar mount when I <laughs> broke my other wrist the first time. So yeah. So I'm looking back at our notes here, and I think we've maybe went in like an odd order. Oh, that's all right. We don't have to go in order. It's just well, I'm just saying, like you know, because you said like, hey, we should talk about you know what's out there for enduro. Compare KTM Beta versus Sherco. What's best? Maybe we should have compared before mentioning best. Oh, for what? <laughs> it's okay. We can kind of go back into the comparison now, I guess. For what? Even th- well, now sorry, that we've talked, I missed what you were saying. Yeah. So like comparing the joke. enduro brand, yeah. <laughs> comparing those enduro brands. Okay, so let's. What's out there for enduro? Like, I would say. Without a doubt, European bikes are king for enduro. 100%. Yeah, I'm sure you guys would agree. I um, didn't even look up specs on any Japanese no, bikes. Because, I mean, you have you, Yamaha tries, right? Like, they have the X line of bikes. Um, but how, how different is the X? The, so, okay. Gearing. I'm, I'm, like, fairly versed in this because I, I almost bought an X before I bought that, that Husky. Um, so, gearing is a big thing. They're kind of geared... Um, yeah, I don't want to say it's gears. like WR gears. They are. Is that exactly what it's it is? Literally, the uh, w- I think. Uh, okay, so I re geared my X mm-hmm. to whatever my my YZ to an X. Yeah. I it, no, you're probably right. They weren't WR gears, but it was similar. Yeah, because I think they kind of because you change that like third, second, and third. Or they something market like it as like a GNCC bike, right? Yeah. 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 Like so. That. Um, your t- let's say you're like your 250 versus 250X. Um, and I'm pretty sure these same principles apply across the board for a two-stroke, four-stroke engine displacement. Um, there's actually kind of a, a decent bit of differences. Kind of uh, the difference between the KTM SX and KTM XC. Kind of. like I mean, but that goes even farther, I think, because 
I know they have like your your rake and the forks are different. I no, surely yes, one hundred percent. Really, look it's, it up. it's the same frame. Oh, look, look it up. Yeah, but you can same have frame. The, the, maybe it's triple, a different triple clamp. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Look, you can, can look at the that. specs. Maybe we we can revisit next episode if you want. But the rake is different. Uh, the swing arm is longer on the X. Oh, it's a different I've, ECU for sure. I have different read. ECU um, yeah. or CDI, which CDI, depending whatever. on which. Yeah. Two stroke or four so stroke. So that make that so between the rake and a longer oh. swing arm, the wheelbase is probably it's more noticeably longer. Yeah. So it would be longer. Well, stable. I don't think it's like crazy. I mean, I think it's like maybe like half an inch longer. Oh, that's it. Okay, I would have. I would have with a different rake and longer swing arm. I would. Yeah. I would assume probably two I mean, inch I'm, difference. No, I don't think it's that much different. Um, Which isn't crazy, but it would help with stability. Your quite eighteen a bit. inch rear wheel, of course. Um, the X has a kickstand where the regulars don't. Uh, I think the. Fuel tank might be a little bigger. Oh, I'm sure the fuel um, tank's bigger. Electric start? No. Not in, no, not in that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Be I'd awesome. still have Dude, it. I'm telling you, if, if they, Yamaha, if they are you e-start, listening? I, put an E start on your enduro bike. Enduro um, two stroke. Boy, that's a vibey bike, though. Let's see. That is yeah. the most vibey bike that's ever. That's true. Um, this is a tangent. Like, what do you think are the odds Japan comes up with an enduro bike to compete with the Euro- European enduro bikes? Oh God, we could talk about how they do it before is not as Suzuki, popular as enduro. Right? Um, we could have that discussion, so that, and I'll be right. <laughs> we'll discuss that here. This idea that motocross is somehow more, it somehow, it should not be driving decision making for fucking Japanese brands. It does because they sell because more tickets. Idiots. They don't know what the fuck is happening. Well, they're like it, they said. We'll have this discussion on another episode. Yeah, we should. We, we should. This seven hours of me so mad at you. <laughs> me telling you how wrong you are. All right. So going back to the now, other Japanese anyway. bikes. So Yamaha okay. kind of does a little bit of you know more enduro-ish stuff. Suzuki, forget about it. Right. So they do their eighteen-inch Suzuki and Honda, pretty much the same, right? I'm sorry. Or, DRs aren't. Do you even the best bike ever. <laughs> They, they put an eighteen-inch <laughs> rear wheel and, uh, and call it good, and call it an enduro bike. Kawasaki right. the same way. Yeah, maybe I put a headlight I didn't on know it. That. Oh, they do. They do make that XC, huh? Or I think they changed the name. It, the Yamaha, the Honda was Kawasaki, the CRF two fifty X. Kawasaki put out that enduro-ish bike. I want to say they called it like an XC and then changed their name. Is it a two-stroke? No, no it's, it's a four-stroke. Four Sounds like a four-stroke bike to me. Yeah. Oh man, that sounds. I haven't really looked into it, but. <laughs> I like that green color though. It's fun. Yeah, green. So cool. okay, so that's a good segue. Uh, sounds like a four-stroke. So, are you Come saying two-stroke yes. can be used for enduro and only two-stroke? I'm saying it's obviously better. Yeah, you're right. It's one hundred. It's not even four-stroke. It's definitely <laughs> better. Not, you're right. I'm saying I, I'm sure Rich Larson could jump on a four-stroke. We've seen him. Oh yeah, just oh, yeah. crush I mean, it. Yeah. But you can like hard enduro people, a four-stroke. You sure. can, but yeah. it's not ideal to, it's four, not ideal. to hard enduro a four-stroke. And I mean, and if a four stroke is all you've ever ridden and that's what you love and that's what you want, go for it. Get the KTM 350 XCW. Like that would be, a, I mean, you could make that a great hard enduro bike. I just don't prefer it. I prefer a two stroke for the harder stuff. That's all. You're stretching your legs? Huh? <laughs> that'd be, Do over. That'd be great. So are we waiting for you or you, right. should we just keep going? So. Let's see, but so Mike just uh, went to go get another beer. Let's two. That's a that's okay. a good rule. All right. So comparing, so if we're kind of in agreement that European bikes are best for for enduro, um, now we're looking at KTM, and it's all of its inclusive colors 
right? <laughs> Versus yeah. Beta and Shiro. The white KTM, the red KTM, and the orange KTM. <laughs> yeah. And soon to be brown KTM when Triumph hits the market. It's not going to be a KTM. It, it will eventually. It's, it's, I mean, maybe, it's, it's okay. inevitable. Huh? What is Triumph going to bring to the game that KTM wants? I don't know. I don't know. So a I'm name? Not, I extra market know, share? Are they even bringing an Enduro bike, or is it just motocross? I, I haven't looked into it. As far as yeah. I know, they're I, starting with motocross. I know they're bringing motocross. You know, they're, they're, already, they're supposed to be racing next year. Yeah, they're putting together a team for uh, Supercross. And, uh, and the outdoors, right? Uh, yeah. And Beta so. is racing the outdoors next year. Yeah. What's outdoors? And those bikes. Um, th- is that the mo- that's the outdoor yeah. motocross. Yeah. Um, I have no idea. About you know, Ricky Carmichael is, you know, he's huge, part of their team. Huge part of kind of helping Triumph develop. And I've heard uh, stories that he allegedly said that they were super responsive as to what he had to say. Like they took a lot of his stuff, his input to heart, and actually implemented those those changes or inputs to the machine. Yeah. That's so that'd awesome. be interesting to see. I'd be really interested to see what they see. Because yeah. uh, Ricky was, is probably going to make a great motocross, supercross motorcycle. question is, will they be able to turn that into a, a good hard enduro bike? But anyway. All right. So if we want to talk about like our, our big three of enduro, if you will, um, what do we got? Pros and cons. Pros and cons? Um, you got your KTM we family. Want, we want to break it down by like power and handling and and that sort of thing. Or parts availability, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah that's that. a big one. That, to me, that honestly, is a big honestly. One. Anybody that's owned a so non KTM knows parts availability. Yeah, is a if we're talking and owning like a KTM spoils you for how easy it is to get parts and for how many accessories and aftermarket stuff. Um, and part of it is like. Slavin's racing, like well, it's part right of it is the they street. haven't locked down. Well, like, I mean, that's who good for us. It's good for us here locally. One particular city, in this one particular, in this one particular city, like I get spoiled having that place close. If I lived mm-hmm. in a town that didn't have a retailer that close, I'd be ordering from a big online retailer, which you still get. But even quickly. still, KTM stuff yeah. is yeah. You're gonna you get. Rocky Mountain's gonna have more KTM stuff. Oh yeah. I, that's, that's who he's talking close. about, and they stock oh, okay. big. Yeah, I'm just he didn't want to say it for some reason. Like they're not a sponsor yet. I'm working on them. They're never gonna be a sponsor. Don't say that. Don't say that. We, we are available. We can get an affiliate link. That'd be dope. Ooh, Dirt Bike awesome. Channel has one. Well, Dirt Bike Channels, he lives there. They may share the same values. Like Mormon stuff? Yeah. Oh. That's all I'm saying. I didn't want to say it, but. <laughs> uh, so, man, power. I feel like power is pretty similar between them. Uh Someone at my level maybe probably del- won't know. Maybe delivery the is just the only difference. Um, and then also, you know, like I don't have extensive experience on this TBI. With TPI, I would say power delivery is vastly different. Um, vastly different good or vastly different bad? Uh, man, uh, probably bad. Um, probably be bad for well, TPI. I think so. With, so with yeah, TPI. Oh, just, TPI, not weird. TBI. No, 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 no. They're weird power characteristics and like delayed response and all that stuff for a hard enduro bike um again i'm not saying like i know this is going to get you know comments from our four viewers that say look i did whatever hard enduro when you suck because you can't (laughs) for sure i think you get used to anything you 100 you you can can do it but i mean if we're talking about compare contrast and what is the best the tpi is probably the worst i i would probably yeah, I would agree with that. I would think so. Because, I mean, because the TPI has to compete against carburetor. So unless your carburetor is just jetted completely wrong, the carburetor is going to be better. It's going to be smoother. It's going to be more linear. Now, my question is, like, 
the TBI, the newer mm. one, what, how is that going to compare? Ooh, they sound dope. That's a good question because, again, like I haven't done hard enduro type stuff, but just, yeah. just riding it. Mm, it's sweet, I love it's that engine. Though, man. I, Colton, if you're listening, Austin, if you're listening, I really hope I get to ride both of your bikes this season, this spring. You will. Yeah, sure you will. I'm going to ride every until I get a ride their bikes. I, I am revoking my previous rule of never riding other people's bikes. You might as well. You've already broken the seal. I've already broken the yeah. seal, and now <laughs> because I previously had a rule of never riding someone else's bike because mostly because I don't know I don't want to know what I'm missing. <laughs> I don't want to know how bad my bike is um, when it comes to like riding over choppy rocky terrain. So this year I'm going to ride a few other bikes and hopefully maybe next, you know, maybe next year I can afford a new one. Um, and then man, I honestly say, I would say the Sherco, like probably middle of the pack for me, like it doesn't really do anything great. You know what I mean? Like it's not bad. It's not good. It's just, it's there. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't impress me. Um, like the beta does that, for hard enduro, I think that beta is like primo. Um, I've never ridden a short coast, so I really can't speak yeah, to that. I, I kind of want to play around with like the I rode power yours valve. like around a trailhead parking lot, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play with the power valve a bit just to kind of see what happens, but I'm also... Power valve on what? The beta. Oh, that's right. It still has a yeah, yeah. Okay, Pro, yeah. pros and cons question. Sherco is electric power valve. Yep, so is a new TBI. Uh, KTM, KTM TBI KTM has gone to electric power valve. Beta it's is so still... It's so much better. Is still analog power. Kind of is. I don't know, man. It's it's kind of. I like it. Is, I it, still, is it. is it better? I think it's it's a smoother hit. Like I think for hard and stuff. That's still one of my theories of why I didn't yeah. like my bike. Like I don't know if it was oh, like really? a tuning issue. Um, I think that electronic power valve is why it felt weird. It felt super erratic. Really? Yeah. Maybe you had eleven. I just I could. Feel like which not that the French bikes could have like issues with wiring electrical, right? <laughs> 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 so like, no, let's be let's be let's be real okay, okay. so i had a sherco mm-hmm. right? i have a sherco mm-hmm. i had an electrical problem when i first bought it mm-hmm. now the question is is was that sherco's problem was it their fault no it was my fault Why i removed the battery well because the battery is deep down into the air box yeah and i use a t-handle the t-handle oh did you shake the power off? i shorted against the frame but oh, I've yeah. never heard this part of yeah, the story. Yeah, it's a true story. Was, right? So it's not. It, well, I broke it. So he couldn't say that. The regulator rectifier plug. There you go. The regulator rectifier plug became a fusible link, basically, oh. and it popped one of the pins. So that's not Sherco's fault. No, it was my fault. Because like, and then were, last week it was just a loose nut from the. Yeah. Thing just so you know, that was like one of the main influences of why I sold my Sherco. Was that? <laughs> It was not. You hated that bike. I did. You got to be careful with T T handle yeah. things and. But shirts. even like you weren't the only person that I knew in like the Colorado dirt bike group that had problems with their Sherco. Oh, yeah, but no. I bet you they did the same fucking no, thing. No, well, uh, I mean, Garofalo had a four stroke and he had an oil leak. Yeah, and uh, something yeah. happened. No, that was um, the other guy. Oh, the, maybe that was the, the other Aussie guy, guy or whatever um, he's from. So, Two like two or three other guys had problems yeah. with theirs, and, and one or two of them were four strokes. They had a different problem, so. The Shercos had a little bit of a reputation of having reliability issues out of the gate. Now, to be fair, Sherco was has been really good to oh, everybody yeah, at really fixing good. those problems. Yeah, I got for a new how long? For how long? Though? I got a new battery. Um, we can actually touch on that. We can touch on like Dude, warranty. You want to talk about warranty? Beta is the king. Yeah, of I think I think we'll get into that. Um, and KTM is probably the worst. And then yeah, for <laughs> engine no characteristics, doubt. you drive it off the lot and yeah. it explodes. You're like, Sorry, see you, peace out, brother. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> new phone, who dis? <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> the K- your KTM sales guy deletes your phone number <laughs> yeah. the moment you drive away. Um, yeah, that part sucks. Yeah, I, the beta, I would have to say, that's the best engine for me. Um, Anecdotally, because we know that guy that had that bike for like over a year and he blew it up and they paid like for it. Like a year out of warranty. Yeah, he lost like a main yeah, bearing. They, and they it, put a new motor in his bike. Yeah, because yeah, I think that his bike was a, I think it was a 2019, yep. right? 2019 and then in 2022, whatever happened, like main bearing failure, right? Yep. Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. Uh, beta, I guess we're going into... Re- Warranty and it's not. We can chase these in. It's not a problem. Yeah. And so yeah. So beta, beta USA. I guess we should also clarify that because from what I understand in other places, beta is not necessarily the best. Oh like, yeah. Like all, all, all of our experience. We now have listeners in India, Germany, Australia, and France. So Mr. Worldwide. Um, thank you, our thank you to our international listeners out there. We really appreciate you guys. But uh, like all of our experience is going to be the USA yeah. version of whatever bikes we're yeah, talking so about. Beta USA is phenomenal. So this dude's, I mean, he bought this bike three years prior. Yeah, shout out to Tim Pilg. Yeah, for real. And uh, that like, they gave him cool. a new engine. Like, he brought his bike to the dealer and uh, picked it up with a brand new engine and all the accoutrement that goes along with it for 100% free. Okay. So in, oh, and we're talking about like full French. pros and cons versus different bikes like, you know, KTM, like parts availability, parts access. Uh, that's because they're they're the giant. Now, yeah. on the other end of that uh, spectrum, like Beta and Sherco are still fairly small. So I feel like you can get better service from the smaller guys, even though parts are harder to and find, then, because they are smaller and it, they can cater to you a little bit better. We kind of touched on this last time, or at least I did, that uh, it's been my experience that, or my assumption that when you order from Beta USA, they kind of drop ship from their dealers across the country to Seemingly. you. Yeah. Um, and where Sherco, for those of you who didn't know, like I, which is probably all of you, but <laughs> I had an issue with uh, Sherco where on one trip uh, I bent a couple spokes pretty bad, and um, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and I broke the shifter level lever. It was at Tree's fault. It never should have jumped yeah. in front of you. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. jerk. Too much traction. <laughs> Too much traction. Um, you just put a JX8 on it, didn't you? I'm kidding. Uh, that was Stevens one time on a from that same we, trip. Actually, we, it was the same yeah. trip, but like Stevens, yeah, like it was actually off. the same spot. He like launched his bike. He's yeah. like, "Oh man, this JX8, I got too much traction." So I'm not gonna lie. That. That's I love you, Jason. Exactly what happened to me because there was a little bit of an incline, and like I tried to brap up it and didn't brap. make it. So I added a little more brap, too much brap. You had to brap, and it just it hooked. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So I was expecting the bike to spin a bit. But when it just got instant traction, shout out IRCJX8, uh, it just launched. <laughs> oh, the you bike. really had that tire on there? Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, you had no, like the factory tire on there. No, 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 no. Um, are you know what? No, it was actually wasn't a JX8. That was the Enduro Medium. That was the 520DC. That was when oh, it was new. 520DC. Yeah. Oh, the Shinko. The Shitko. Man, Shinko. that guy at Slavens tried really hard to sell me that tire. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting kickbacks, I'm sure. He's got to. Um, nice guy. But yeah, yeah that's he, but he loves, too, he loves like, that DC. Like it. it was all right when it was it new. Last. Yeah. Yeah. So and that was the thing, like mm, we're tangent time. It looked like it lasted, right? Because like, oh, like there's still pretty good bit of knobs, like they're not tearing or ripping or chunking. Um, but then we've noticed on hill climbs that it did not perform that well. Um, at any rate, parts available for Sherco, man, not that great. So you're either going through your dealer, um, or a very small amount of like 
you know, other dealers. And we're fortunate enough to have a Sherco dealer here in town. Sports guys, there is even still the Sherco network is not near as big. That's another thing that annoyed me about the Sherco though was I called the dealer in town where I bought my Sherco from. I was like, "Hey man, I need these parts. Yeah, we can get them to you in like uh, you know three to four weeks." Okay. That's so Arizona um, Bodo Power Sports down in Arizona. It I had my seals and stuff for the forks in like two days. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sherco's been better than Beta yeah. as far as getting parts for it. But for I feel me. like seals for your forks just that's because a KYB part, yeah. that's a yeah, KYB, but that's a KYB also, part. You could probably get but almost. But they have all the Sherco OEMs. Yeah, too. it's only like a couple days away. Yeah. So if you're on the West Coast or wherever we are, yeah, you'd be on closer. Yeah. Well, what's your guys' inputs on these engines? And these engines? And the yeah. engines? Yeah, we're talking. About I've never like again. I've only ridden the Sherco like put, putzing around a. Um, like a parking lot. Mm. Uh, the beta feels very, very smooth. I did ride uh, a TPI 300. What is, what is Ethan's? Is it a 250? It's, it's a 250. Yeah. So I rode Ethan's 250 and some gnarly stuff on East Bear, and I felt like it was, it felt great. It felt like, of course, it's like, you know, really smooth engine, like vibration-wise. Yeah. But what I was trying to do, it was great, but I also wasn't, like I was being really gentle with it because I was trying to get up some gnarly stuff and kind of like, zapping or whatever so my experience on it is just very very limited so i was pretty impressed with it but i would still say the um the beta engine would be better and then even better like i ride a 2014 like it does good like it's it does fine i mean it it's a better bike than i am a rider you've been riding i think for so long but i've been riding that thing since 2020 so like i'm comfortable with it like i'm like if someone else gets on my bike which happened recently because i was really struggling on this hill climb at rmw um uh, Dan got on my bike and he got off. He's like, "This thing's horrible. How do you ride it?" <laughs> I was like, you feel terrible." Thanks, man. Oh. <laughs> not all made out of like, money, bro. He, By the way, your bike's out, a pile of shit. <laughs> he flat out refused to help after that. He's like, "How do you ride the clutches? The worst I've ever touched." You're like, this thing sucks. I'm like, "Sorry, man. Like, this is what I can afford." Soft. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I do think the beta is just. Is very very smooth, and we're making Matt really smudge right now. He's like, "Oh, it's yeah, a great bike. It's, it is He's a great bike. Got it for sale." So but let's let's be honest. <laughs> all of the, all of these bikes are great bikes. Let's be honest. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like they are better bike than I'm a rider. One of them, all of them. Sure, but that's not the point of this podcast. That's true. That's yeah. not the point of this podcast. We're, we're debating here. We're it's debating. Like Webb's listening to this shit. Um, <laughs> Speaking uh, of Cody Webb, that guy's like eight feet tall, and he's riding the smallest cockpit motorcycle. Yeah. That guy's awesome. He's a super nice guy too. Yeah. But when you get into that pro level, though, like, what is it, it like? Are they, those guys are can. They those guys can hop on anything. So not. I mean, yes. So that skill level, like, they can ride whatever on whatever. But are they choosing the best bike, or are they choosing who's paying them the most amount of money? Yes. You know what I mean. So I would. Oh, I would really like to know off the record what a pro would ride if they weren't sponsored. That's true, and you'd probably never know that. You. You would. Yeah. Ne- they. They. Legally, they until, can probably never until answer like that question. Years after their until they retire, yeah. like, but legally, they can't answer that question. I'm sure. Uh, what about? Uh, well, you'll meet Cody eventually. Like, or you know, just ask him. Yeah, see what no. he says. I'd be like, "Sucker, I was recording you." Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell on you. Could you say that again into my collar? <laughs> this is not a microphone. <laughs> uh, what about handling? What do you guys got? Y- you know my thoughts yeah yeah the Sherco comes with kyb which i think is a big well, bonus. I, I think i think handling wise I, to me i've always thought yz's yamaha's were the best handling bikes and it feels like that yeah very close hmm. the suspension's great 
And this approach. So I hated the KYBs at first. No kidding. Yep. So what, what did you hate about full it? Full disclosure. I hated them too at first. Full disclosure. I was way undersprung. You oh. were incredibly undersprung. So he's calling you fat. I don't think so. You were. I Maybe was. at the time because you were a lot lighter back then. The, yeah. I feel I was, like Sherco's come from the factory sprung the lightest because French people are smaller than Austrians. No, like uh, I Have you will. Ever seen an enduro rider? They're all skinny. <laughs> <now. I will, laughs> they all weigh 160 pounds. I will so. admit <laughs> that uh, I didn't really mess with the clickers at all. Oh. Because the bike previously that I rode before that that the TE with the WP Explorer forks, it's like those those clickers don't do anything. I swear, like they you, do, go, they you go one side to another and there's no difference. Zero. So I didn't even bother messing with the clickers in that KYB until that day we did. You know that stuff kind of out west. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Even, I'm not. I wasn't gonna say where it was. I don't oh. want to give our spots away. All right, I'll, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> To the five people in Colorado yeah. listening, I think it's yeah. going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, that everybody, <laughs> yeah. Two of the guy in Germany. Oh, yes. The oh, yes. The, I, I the, the Bob. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Mike was like, oh, like you should adjust the thing. And then. Did I? Yeah, because you, you wrote it, remember? That was before you got your Sherco. Your Sherco so must have been built on a Friday. I rode your, maybe. I rode your beta, to which I was like. Beta is a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude, that bike was haggard. You wrote, yeah, dude, I, dude, I have. It was like rattling. I probably have twenty pictures of you fixing that bike. Yeah, it's been beat <laughs> on it. All they all get. Beat I'm not on. saying that it was a bad. A hole like, the size of a quarter. The yeah. clutch cover. I'm not saying it was a bad bike at some point, or like it. You know, at some point, I'm sure it was good and like tight and fresh. And the, the person he sold that bike to is probably listening. <sighs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, it's, it's uh, what it is. But that was also like, because that was mm, 17, 18? That was, uh, I think it was a 17. So we're talking like the older, like pre-counterbalance, yep. like all the older stuff. Because in 22, I think 20, they made some changes. In 22, they, there was more. Yeah. So you're saying if so, I buy a beta, 22 or newer is what I got to aim for? Uh, I yeah, I would yeah, try to. Yeah, because you to. get that, fan, that nice button. The new clutch, clutch and, and like there's some engine changes and suspension changes. There's a dude um, here locally that has a, a 22 300RR for sale. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Thanks. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's all right. Um, but yeah. anyway, so going back to that, you were like, oh, man, this has been, like you made some comment to the suspension. You're like, oh, like what are your clickers at? And I'm like, whatever the factory set them at. Yeah. And then we kind of opened them up. Um and yeah, you, huge change. Yeah, because you started moving. Yeah. <laughs> now you were having a hard time. Because I didn't feel like the bike was going to kill me. <laughs> Every other whoop, he was like downed inside of it, like yeah, in the whoops for whatever reason. Yeah, but once we hit the same track, you were mm-hmm. moving pretty good. Yeah, it was it was an instantaneous yeah. like improvement. Yeah, they definitely make a difference. Yeah. clicking them. But at any rate, it's I still fork. I I'm still just not a huge KYB guy. Um, After riding once bills, you get them, once you get it, once you get them dialed, in, yeah, you know? and right. then maybe they weren't broken in. You know, yeah. the, there's the the Just whole myth, if you weight. will. Yeah, They're I mean, they probably would have been pretty good. They're the worst for it. After, after having ridden Bill's Beta uh, 250R race, uh, Jason Stevens KTM, which has KYB forks on it, and his WR250, I rode all three of those in one day. Like I'm a believer. Like mm. my next bike, uh, I will either. Yeah hopefully spend money on getting suspension done right, or I will buy something that already has KYB on it. Um, and I will say, let's see, should we go with my best or my worst? So the TPI era KTM bikes, enduro bikes with the Explore forks, garbage from the factory. Um, 
they could be made really well for not a lot of money. Um, Define not a lot of money. Uh, like hundred bucks. Yeah, well, like twelve hundred. Okay, twelve hundred bucks. That I mean, that's a suspension overhaul. Well. I mean, yeah. But I, I mean, mean, that's normal, though. Twelve fifteen hundred dollars is like right. We're suspension talking work. You're not just springs, talking about adding springs. Right. You're springs, front and rear, gold valves all around. For some people, twelve hundred dollars is a significant I un- cost. I understand that. On a I bike that's that. supposed to be race ready. <laughs> yeah, an eleven thousand dollar bike out the door. Yeah. yeah. Well, you won't touch it. We won't get on that. But uh, beta, like handling, not talking like suspension, like comfort. How's it soaking up bumps and hard edge, square edges and whoops? Just like handling. I think beta is probably the worst, honestly. Oh no, kidding! I'm not a fan of how the beta handles. Um, it feels like I feel like you're finally objective. You're finally saying something bad about the beta. Well, I'm objective on everything. I just those are my true feelings about the other things. I felt the same way. Yeah, but I loved it in slow stuff. Slow, yeah, stuff. slow oh, yeah. slow tech stuff is good. Faster stuff because it feels very like slow to yeah, just. What's the what's so a good if, word for like so if you're unnimble? Two unnimble. Sluggish, a little sluggish, and then the turning radius sucks. That's a known oh, issue definitely. with yeah. with betas. So we've um, you know we've talked about how how great a bike the beta is. Uh, earlier we said you know one bike quiver. So if you're buying two bikes, you buy a beta for hard enduro and what for fast? KTM. Which good segue into who makes the best handling bike? The twenty three KTM. <laughs> Phenomenal. No kidding. It feels so amazing. I can't wait to ride it. it it's so good. Just like. Again, like Austin, like, like I said, Colton. like I said last episode when I rode Austin's, Austin's pretty quick on his. He with, must love Austin's yeah. fast anyway, and he's, he, he hasn't feet. been riding as long as I have. Man, I'm like so slow. For he's this. also put like 200 hours of riding in the last two years. That's true. He's put a lot of hours. <laughs> you keep riding. Come out and ride here in the fast stuff. Get used to ride the same stuff over and over again, and you'll find that that speed translates to everything else. Yeah, yeah. you just have to get. So get my, my thing is, I'm not comfortable. I, when speed increases, like I'm just waiting to die, right? <laughs> I, I can't I've, understand that. But. I've had things go poorly a bunch of times on mountain bikes, mm-hmm. motorcycles, and dirt bikes, and so that's always in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. That keeps me from twisting the throttle too far. Well, this is the year. This, this is, is the year, year I get. This is the year speed, baby. This is the year I move from really slow to like not quite as slow as I used to Semi-slow. Like I said, come on out. We'll yeah. ride the same piece every day. Not every day. Every Whenever you come out. Yeah. Just hit the same thing, same direction every day. Now, from where and I work. you get like more and more comfortable, here, so. you get a lot faster. Yeah. You guys want to pause? I got to pee really bad. You have to pee? Yeah. Go pee. <laughs> do, we, do we need to like just put a bucket under the table? Yeah, why don't we get a bucket? Yeah, we'll, so. we'll, we, we can pause. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Frankenbike. Favorite. We should get into Frank and Bike. Favorite bike you've owned, worst bike you've ridden. Oh, we, we know the answer to that. Are we still going here? Yeah, we're still. Okay. So what about Rock like the roll. other little like ancillary stuff? So we talked about engine, clutch, or not clutch. Um, we did talk about clutch. Handling. So, so I, but I think Let, like if you uh, want to get into like the Let's talk ancillary stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about a bike that you get the most out of your money. It's going to be a Sherco. <laughs> it's the most expensive though, isn't it? So brakes. Is it though? Uh, K- I think it is. It's the same as a KTM. Mm, I think Sherco's more. It was barely S- more. Slightly. It's not a lot, but I do think Sherco is the most expensive. Um, so is Beta the cheapest then? But you get yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm not in the market to buy a new bike, um, so I haven't really priced them. Other than I know, like... You guys talk, I'll look it up. I had the opportunity to buy a, a Sherco at cost, and cost was still like... What was cost? Nine? 10 four's cost? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's MSRP, bro. No, MSRP is like twelve five or something. No, it was not. 
on a shirt collar? I didn't spend that much to get look mine. It, look it up. Matt's looking up. I'm pulling up. Matt's, okay. Matt's pulling up. But I was 11 out the door. Were you? You got like a good deal. Like 11 and 2. You 11. got a good deal. Did I? I think so. I think, I mean, I think for, I mean, for what you're getting these days. eight thousand what's I'm cost sure. I, I honestly have no idea dealer cost and like build cost you know two different things you mean a, you, apex cost apex co- oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> let's be let's be real apex but, sucks uh, anyway he's he's looking up the cost of the shirt goes um but you know you mentioned clutch i think the beta clutch is probably one of the best i've ever yeah, my clutch best. on my bike sucks no, so don't get me wrong because so it's a similar design. So the newer KTM with that uh, Belleville clutch, that's what I have. They're pretty similar. Is it really? I think I think part of my the problem what? is like that Belleville clutch thing. You know what I mean? That looks like a washer. It's that's, not spring. Oh, not you have that in yours? It's like a, yeah, I have that in mine. Really? But it's a heavy clutch. I I, I think that. part of my problem is the bike the is 2014 fluid is 26 years old, and like the master cylinder and the slave cylinder probably need to be like flushed or rebuilt or something. Why so you do it. It takes like 10 seconds. Well, I know. I'm just lazy. Why but are you lazy? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to flush it with oil, like with fresh oil, and see if that helps. And if not, I'll rebuild the master cylinder and the slave Is cylinder. Is it mineral oil in that? No, thing? it's uh, it's dot brake fluid. Oh, okay. So I'm going to buy okay. some like dot four or whatever. Got it, boys. Go ahead, Derek. All right, so these are the... For 2023. Oh, hang on. Okay. You gotta remember, we, we live in a Biden economy now. Everything's 2023. More. All right, so these are all 2023 numbers. Okay. Beta 300 RR, MSRP, $9,899. Good luck getting that. Get good luck. What do you mean? That's what you pay. What'd you say? That's what you pay at fucking Apex. What? <laughs> Where'd we're you just, buy your beta? We're just at going Apex. by advertised How much did you spend MSRP? for reals? I don't remember. Yeah, it's but it, very convenient. No, but I mean, so that's MSRP. So that's, that's, that's not including like dealer, dealer setup, dealer yeah, like scam, hundred dollar dealer. Like that's not freight origination fee. Which, also scam. Which freight is like what four or five? It's kind of a, a grip. Is it? tax? Which so is we're theft. just. But that's none of these include those add-ons. Yeah, these are just MSRP. I feel like it's fair comparing so MSRP to for, MSRP. One hundred percent. The beta ninety eight ninety nine. So we're under ten Gs. That's awesome. Uh, KTM. Second place at eleven thousand ninety nine, which is less than I thought. I thought they were in the twelves. And then Sherco bringing it home with eleven four nine nine, so four hundred bucks more. Oh, so the the Sherco's eleven four nine nine on the Sherco. So that makes yep. the KTM the most expensive. No, what would you say the KTM? How much was? a Husky? Eleven most expensive. Ooh, that is actually a good point. Huskies yeah. are a little more than the KTM. They are. I don't yeah. know why. Because they're premium. Yeah, they got shittier brakes, but they're more money. Why are they premium? <laughs> Well, what about gas gas? You, you got to pay for the linkage. Because yeah. okay. isn't gas gas now KTM's budget brand? You don't, get a, they, you don't get a skid are. play. You don't I, get a bunch of stuff. Man, I'm not getting into the nitty gritty on that. Yeah. 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 Um, which, are which they're putting on the Huskies now, too. Were they, uh, the brake tech? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm a fan. I'm not as good. Are you not? Really? All right. Brembo versus Nissan. Which is better? Nissan. Brembo. Nissan is what comes on the Sherco. You are high out of your mind. I'm sorry. Japanese people are smarter than Italians, dude. Nissan comes on Yamaha. <laughs> Brembo Italian, I even know it's a good Italian <laughs> company. Um, Brembo no, comes no, in KTM and Lamborghini. And I say, I what is on? What? What's on? Beta? Is it? You don't even know. Nissan? No, I don't know actually. Probably Nissan. I think it is Nissan front, front and rear. I think you're right. I think it is yeah. Nissan. Well, there's Beta. How's your front brake? Is it still? It's really a, fucking grabby. Mm, I don't. Mine think so. was. It was I don't like think you it's touch great. it. It was like, oh, we're done. So my bike compared to uh, Stevens's bike, we're just talking about. What three or four years difference? Yeah, 
like I almost um, died. I almost went over the front end of his bike because yeah. so, I grabbed the front brake as much as I grabbed mine, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Like, I like I a died. real squishy front brake. I, like I want it to be. I want it to like start off a little soft and then progressively get better. Like his was. I can his was I can the seventeen beta yeah. was on or off. You touched it, it was on. So I don't, I don't want my, full brakes. My don't, I don't think mine's like that unless I'm just got used to it. Maybe you're um, used to it. I could never. But, so I'm a heavy front breaker. The vast majority of my braking is with front. Yeah. Um, mine was too until my fork started leaking. Yeah. And now <laughs> I don't have front brakes. Um, <laughs> I use my front brake way more than my rear brake. That's also. something that that was another like kind of standout thing about these new uh, TBI bikes. Which I mean, I don't think the brakes are different, but just the Brembo front and rear, I felt I I liked. A lot better than any other combo that I've been on. Um, on there, huh? And then, yeah, clutch, KTM's pretty solid. Beta's very solid. Sherco wasn't terrible. Worst clutch. Yeah, it, it wasn't terrible. Um, well, okay, it's hard. Yeah. It's a heavy clutch, but it compared to what though burns. Like so, I put you in. Smell my bike when oh, you no get the hard stuff. Oh yes. wow! It's not. It's a terrible clutch. Oh wow! Terrible. I put in lighter. Springs. I'm never. I'm never close enough to you to be able to oh, smell that. I think that's part of why I'm it so smells slow. awful and burns. Mm. Yeah. Could be. Um, okay. What, right. And then parts availability. We kind of touched on that. KTM King, for like factory parts and aftermarket, of course. With the other two big brands, like mm, pretty similar. Like maybe Beta's slightly better maybe with Shurgo's aftermarket. Better. I've had an easier time with Shergo. No, I'm just talking about like just mm. aftermarket parts available. Like, oh, definitely, like, like companies cool making. Shit. Yeah. Right, right. Definitely, I right. can't even buy graphics. Speaking of yeah. speaking of parts, here in Colorado, we ride, we ride some fast oily stuff, but we also all enjoy riding hard enduro. What are the parts that you buy and bolt onto your bike for hard enduro? Mm. What are the okay? Well, let's pipe, put it two categories. Let's put them like the, the must have. Like, if you're going to do hard enduro, you have to have X, and then it's also nice to have Y. Um, so. Break, for break, yeah, uh, disc discards. Guards. Yeah, yeah, discards. Now, what do you think about having bent them front and yeah. rear? Both, because I've bent some I think people are of the mind that you don't necessarily need front protection. I think the rear well, is the most not important. riding in hard enough stuff. The <laughs> front is nice though, because I have bent my front before. Yeah, I've bent um, both. I have both on mine. Yeah. Uh, um, but I rode for a long time with just the rear with few problems. So for me, if when I get a new bike, which you know is not very common. Um, <laughs> so we're go. doing hashtag sarcasm. Uh, full protection skid plate. Full protection. Does that include the pipe? And we can go. Eh, okay. So fair Linkage, point. Anyway, I have not done the like full crazy. I've got the big one. Well, basket. mine doesn't cover my linkage. I like mine covers my whole pipe. I like the AXP Extreme. That's what I because a lot of coverage, yeah. and I do prefer plastic over metal because it slides better. Yep. Um, I'm I'm gonna I have the big aluminum one that covers the pipe. Yeah. It doesn't cover my linkage. I'm gonna try the uh, SXX one. It's but it's mm. like the APX or whatever. It's yeah. It's uh, it's plastic and it goes all the way to the linkage. Now I do have linkage guard on my mm. linkage to beef it up. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna you go, got you. How many you have to? If you don't have a skid plate that covers it, like, you have you to have, have something. Have something because on I, there. Like, oh yeah, that thing gets hit hard a lot. Yeah. Um, so it, I mean, Mike's probably got the best combo for yeah, what we ride for. Mike the has stuff. that kind of like. Um, so he's got like the banana hammock, the banana hammock metal the pipe. pipe guard <laughs> with the AXP extreme skid plate. So he's got, you know, the slide ability of the plastic skid plate with the pipe protection there. 
I um, think you also need the uh, swing arm tab guards. Um, who makes that bulletproof? Yeah. Um, you need that because I've yeah, seen. Yeah, they snap. They snap off. They're definitely on the shirt. I don't know why. And KTM, like it's well, it's just it's a, it's cast aluminum. aluminum. Yeah. These tabs that stick mm-hmm. down, man. They they need to make that stronger. They really um, do. But four rep hand guards for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, gonna try the again going back to SXS. I'm gonna try the SXX. The opens. Uh, opens, but oh, they're like scares me. They're beefy. Like yeah. the plastic is the same plastic they make the skid plate out of. I want. And the mount is like beefy. I want to try it, but I'm still like I mean I, I smack trees. I think I'm gonna <laughs> try it. I, no, I'm with you. I was running them all so. last year with just open hand guards. So here, know, like here's flags. two things I've heard about. I open like hand them guards. better. Oh, I've, but. I've heard open hand guards yeah. vibrate less because like they do. They it makes a huge difference. But also like if you hit a tree, I've heard it. You feel it a difference. It deflects too. differently because with you definitely feel wraps, a difference. You hit a tree, your bars turn. With the flag style, the flag gives, and you almost kind of like go past the tree. Like it doesn't deflect you off trail as bad. That's what I've heard. This is true. Uh, however, would it be? However, I mean, what if the tree hits your bar? Would that not? Okay, Move so I've hit trees with I've I've tagged trees with the flags. Yeah, right, and it, it's cool. You, if you as long as you don't you know as long as it doesn't get in there, you're good, right? Yeah, uh, it definitely handles I think slightly better. Um, it the bars feel lighter. They don't vibrate as much. Um, however, however, you can't just ride the bike like if you say go down in a creek, you can't just leave your hand on there. And keep them protected. You kind of have to. You got to get out. Take of your hands out, and okay. then you can dislocate your fingers and stuff. So, yeah. I run full wraps I don't now. Know. I've I'm been running a, full wraps. Now. I've been a I've been a believer in full wraps for a long yeah. time, but those uh, SXX ones are beefy, and they seem like even in a fall they can hold up uh, and protect your levers. And not only that, like my levers are half the size. Like my levers are cut to where I can only fit two fingers on them anyway. I have those so unbreakable levers. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Are they those really fiber unbreakable? Ones? Yeah. yeah, they're really good. So, so full wraps, uh, skid plate discards. Uh, I think radiator braces and radiator guards are a big one because we've seen people braces are probably best. braces 100%, but I have the, uh, the enduro engineering, so like yeah. my braces and guards are two separate pieces. Yeah, that's so I having a guard in front is important, but the brace is importanter. Like the bulletproof <laughs> ones aren't as protective. I've still bent radiators. Oh, have you? Yeah, mine are like mine are pretty beefy with the enduro engineering, like kind of yeah. two pieces. And I, like mm-hmm. you guys have seen how I toss my bike. Yeah. Uh huh. Toss toss is probably Throw. an understatement. <laughs> Launch, Launch yeet whatever into the yeet. song. If you if you follow <laughs> me on Instagram at Crash Hard Enduro, shameless plug. You've probably also seen me launch the bike to, bike to oblivion. So I saw a product the other day that kind of piqued my interest because I, I really do want to try the open handguard stuff. Um, but I'm also nervous, you know, smacking a tree. Uh, are you guys familiar with those little, like, lever savers that are on, like, like uh, MotoGP kind of bikes? Mm-hmm. So I pulled it up. So they're, they look kind of like this, right? Maybe you can throw up a, a photo on, sure. on our YouTube. So they're just like this little deal, right? So they go into the bar oh, end okay. and they come out. Check that out. So I saw something like that, kind of like made for enduro, but they were Hawk. short, right? Like they oh. were like, you know, maybe like an inch or so. That keeps stuff from coming inside. A, with the theory that yeah. you can run flags, but if you smack a tree, your flag would make contact with, with that, that and That's it wouldn't brilliant. squish your fingers. You That's should be smart. I would like I, to try that. I do want to try it. Send yeah. us a link to that. I'll try it later. Because yeah, yeah, I'd like to see Because I really am going to try those flag yeah. style. Yep. Uh, but because you need, because I would also need some type of bar end at that point mm. to keep my bars from filling well, up. See, the and and I think that also, too. we kind of go into 
you know, some dudes carry extra levers and like with with full wraps, like you don't really have I've, to. Do I've that. never, yeah, yeah I've I, never had to worry about that. You don't have to worry about it. I carry an extra shifter when we do high country mm-hmm. stuff. Smart. I probably should do an extra brake lever as well. Yeah. Um, well, that's the other part about obviously running flags is like if you break the top of the shift, like the top of the the lever, yeah, the part like that's that's part of the whole master cylinder. Did you have yeah. that issue? No, was but it? I we made me and Leibel made some of these. So, because okay, so that happened to him. We were on a trail yes. ride. He smacked a tree and he broke his perch, his clutch perch. That right. happened to John on uh, a Monarch Crest ride too. So, broke like the bottom the part, flag. if you break that, the whole thing's yeah. fucked. So the the, the SXX hand guards, the flags, mm-hmm. they don't mount to the perch. They have their own. Oh, mount well, that's, that's fine. To that's the super beefy, but. You know, I, yeah, obviously you. Because if you break if you break your perch on a long ride, man, that could be it could be a bad day. Like your brake lever is not staying in the right place, or if you break or your you clutch, clutch side, anymore. or you don't have a clutch anymore, that's a yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah. And so I would not run the flags that mount to the perch. I like I I, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. So. Oh, here. And I also think you should get those spacer things that go between the master cylinder and the bar. Mm. You guys should take some. Take some what? We got the. Ride with them on your bike. So you just need slightly longer screws. But throw them underneath your perch. Uh, on the bottom perch, the uh-huh. part that's here. Oh, you printed these. Look at you go. So Mike has a Mike has a red. 3D printer. This is for beta. Oh, those are for those are for Matt. I'm gonna give those to Matt. Do you have any black ones? Who farted? I did. Sorry. <laughs> God, that is beefy. So if you break <laughs> this part, right? Yeah, yeah. So what this does, that goes underneath. So you would basically, and then the, the oh, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? Then the screws mm. go down through and it holds it. Are you going to edit this out or are you going to keep going? No, but yeah. it's kind of a cool yeah. idea. That is a cool idea. So you should I, sell I them like to the people. Just in case somebody breaks it. Hmm. So this could like replace. Does it replace that? And then piece? I would just swap those screws out with mine. Yeah. That thing. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. You should make some black ones for my bike. No, you get red. Red or orange. Are okay, these, I'll take orange. Are, are <laughs> they one for each side, or is this for? Are they one for each side, or? Uh, no, you can use it. I think that it would work on both sides, okay. depending. And this I think is. It would work in a pinch no matter. This is a yeah. fix, it right? Not a, those. not a replacement. Oh, this is a fix, not a replacement. You so, could run like that. You could run. Okay. Oh, okay. I beat on mine. Uh-huh. Like I tested it and I put it on there and I beat on it and it didn't break the break the plastic. It broke the top piece. Oh dang, dang. So they work good. So okay. Mike is beating on things and breaking things. It's an awesome. invention. So. Skid plate with linkage guard, some type of pipe guard, radiator guards, full wrap hand guards, uh, mm. disc brake guards. What else do we need to put on a bike to make it enduro ready? That's like the big ones. A fan. A fan. <laughs> oh, definitely a fan. Tank 7, right? I feel targeted. Oh, no, I'm just saying, Shurko's come with a fan. It's the only one that does, I think. Mm. Can the TBIs run a fan? Have we, have we established that? KTM's never had a fan. Oh, you know, that's actually... Do they have a fan? What's that? The new TBIs no. with that weak-ass no. nope. stator. Probably can't run a fan. Um, probably can't. You know, actually, so... Run like a fish tank pump. In Sherco Defense, uh-huh. we could mention that in that $400 difference between KTM and Sherco... Um, yeah, you're getting a fan. You get you get an AXP skit, which, honestly, that's a moot point to me because I had to go out and buy one yeah. with a linkage. I mean, so like, cool, this would be great if you just had like another Jose gave me little one. bit of plastic. Another six inches um, on there? 
Well, <laughs> uh, the fan, right? So, I mean, that's roughly $200 probably, um, somewhere around there. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good value. If you buy the name brand fan, they're like two or two fifty. Yeah. If you, if you buy like the, Tusk. Uh, the Tusk, mm-hmm. which is what I have, it was 100 bucks, and it works like a champ. Um, what else? Yeah, that bike's What other cool stuff? I mean, if you care, I mean, you do get the FMF. FMF makes or supplies the stock pipe for the shirt. The new KTMs, their pipes that are coming with, I think are made out of tinfoil. You get a better suspension. Obviously, the betas are fine. Yeah, you get a better suspension. Well, uh, but, all, all right, right. So, so what, about, what is uh, the worst you bike worse? you've ever owned? Let's do worse, and then we'll do favorite. The worst bike. The worst bike you've ever owned. <laughs> hey, oh boy. We know the answer to Matt's. So let's let's start with Mike t- this time. Uh, I don't know, man. The worst bike I ever owned was my KTM. The Which one did you have? The, the four-stroke? Two hundred was the worst. Oh, your two hundred two-stroke was the worst. It was fun, kind of, but it was also a KTM. It was older, right? It was a two thousand nine oh. or two thousand eight. It was just like I've never dug the handling on KTMs. Like I'm really excited to try the new ones mm-hmm. to see if if they're different. But that, as far like that bike was ergonomically just too big for me. I'm I'm, I'm five nine, so hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's got to be the worst. My worst dirt bike I ever owned probably had more to do with my skill. Oh, because you had an SX. Then the uh, I had a 250 SX four-stroke uh, KTM that I loved. <laughs> you liked it? Oh, I, well, I loved it. Well, my, you were in Texas. I was in Texas, so riding was a little bit different. Yeah, um, I rode it on an old-school motocross track and on what they call single track down there is 50-inch wide trails. It's, we would call that two-track here. And so, like, the trails are pretty easy, and I, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it, although that, I mean, it didn't have a fan on it, but that thing, once it got hot, man, hope you don't stall it, because oh, getting, it, start again. getting it restarted was a pain. Yeah. But for me, my, the worst dirt bike I owned, because I've only owned four, and Matt has owned four in the past year and a half. Um, That's true. But I've only owned four. I haven't owned that many um, And my worst one was that 2000 YZ250, and part of that... Like I'll, I'll admit, part of that probably has a lot to do with my skill at the time because yeah. I was coming off of a six-year hiatus of riding motorcycles, to, to and I tried to trail ride, ride a, wise, a 2000 YZ250, yeah. and no it just flywheel weight, no nothing. No, um, I may have put a flywheel weight on it. Now I can't it makes remember. Makes a big difference. Um, but it was still just when the power band came on, it would stand up and go straight. Yeah. Uh, even if you were trying to turn, sounds tight. Honestly. The the, <laughs> the handling sounds awesome. The handling did not jive with me, but. You know, this it was a twenty-year-old dirt bike, so the sp- suspension was probably in horrible shape, and I didn't do anything yeah. to it. So that's my worst. But qualifying it, it was like with the right rider and a little bit more maintenance, it probably would have been fine. But um, that that's my worst hmm. that I've owned. We know the answer to your question. Do you? Yeah. What's my answer? Your worst is your Sherco. I wouldn't say so. What? Hold I am on, so let me surprised. Guess. Hold up. Hold hey. You so you had something. You had a mm-hmm. four. Oh, that's right. You had that yeah. Suzuki 450. Worst. Yeah. So like that by a lot. The Sherco, it Sherco's not a bad bike. I just didn't like it. Wait, say that again. Sherco was not a bad bike. Okay, there we go. I've never not. That's the I, nicest thing you've ever said about. That's the nicest thing you said about your Sherco. No, that it wasn't a bad bike. I mean, it. I think it. It has a lot of good redeeming qualities. A lot of like, you know, maybe not so good. Um, most of the stuff that I didn't like was just the support of it. It wasn't even like the bike itself per se. Support. Yeah, just like parts availability. Like how for, dare you? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, it just it wasn't for me. Um, 
So just the worst bike that Suzuki four fifty the RMX. So like the their yeah, quote unquote their Enduro, trail which, Yeah, they. Oh yeah, Mike had a Mike's, Mike's across the room, yeah. so you can't hear him, but he's redacting his his answer and saying his YZ four twenty six was the worst bike that he ever had. We probably don't need to go into why because yeah. it was a YZ four twenty six yeah. that he was trying to trail ride. And then you know, just to be fair, like. Maybe that Suzuki wasn't a terrible bike. It just wasn't good for what I was trying to ride. You, about. you know it's I mean? the wrong tool for the job. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah. It. yeah. It'd be good if you were like really proficient at riding motocross. So like, <laughs> like desert really racing. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, you know, yeah. like you're just hauling ass in an open straight. Like yeah, it'd probably be terrific. But it'd probably be a good bike for be a good bike for seven one seven. Like yeah, kind of yeah, I mean, more some, open. Most of it is maybe open. some whoops. You know, double track. Yeah, double yeah. track. It'd probably be a great It'd probably bike be for all right. that. But tight single track and hard enduro. No. Um. So yeah, what about best bike then? Best bike you've ever owned. Want to go back to Mike and look? Fire, that's it. it your shirt go for sure. A long shot. That's good. Yeah, it makes me happy. Can't wait to make so a TBI next yeah. year. Do it. We're making TBI next year. Oh, I think so because the new uh, the trials bikes are all TBI. Hmm. Oh, Sherco's go. Uh, interesting. That's that's very interesting. I haven't so heard. So here's the question: like TBI, but I've heard they were TBI. moving away from carb. Yeah, they're going which to we would just assume. Oh, they did nobody say TBI. Would go TBI. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, no, no nobody. Yeah. I don't know why they went TBI. Made no sense. I have a theory. What's your theory? What's the theory? And it's similar to my theory about Microsoft Office. They thought my, they were going to be able to license it to people. Well, no, my my theory is so like because TBI has already been done. Microsoft operating systems. Every other one is a turd. They do it so they can sell more. They're all turds, sir. Well, they're all turds. But so my theory is they already had TBI in their back pocket, but they're like, hey, what if we come up with something that's yeah. not quite as good? Let's, let's get them that on we board. Sell yeah. For six years. Let's get them to leave carb. Yeah. And then we'll come up with something better and yeah. we'll sell twice as many bikes. Because mm. if you come up with something amazing, people I, are, aren't going to buy new bikes very often. I'm not understanding the marketing use case for this. Why? Why don't we just go to TBI? It would have been amazing out the gate. I don't know. Or it could, I mean, that's just a stupid okay. conspiracy theory. But, uh, or maybe they just didn't have the technology, like, refined yet. Snowmobiles have been doing since the 90s. TBI or TPI? TBI. Oh. Well, maybe it was an emissions thing. Maybe they couldn't get it to do emissions. Because be. dirt be. bikes. That was the only reason to go to TBI. Yeah, because dirt bikes, like, in Europe have much stricter, and California, have much stricter emissions standards. If meet. you're a large manufacturer. So, yeah, if you're a large manufacturer. Wouldn't. In theory, I mean, I'm not a, a mechanical engineer whatsoever, but well, that's I am. But you stated not being yeah. mess, right? Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Aren't you an engineer though? Of uh, some sort? I'm a network engineer. I don't. It doesn't oh, require any not, real education. That's not a real engineer, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I am not formally educated in any sort. Of like, way. bear with me through this. So, TPI transfer plate. That's kind port. of just like port. a transfer port, right? But yeah. that's like in the cylinders. And just yeah, that, right that, that shoots it directly right into the cylinder. cylinder. Kind of like a car, because a car is a, an injector on a car shoots it directly into the cylinder, doesn't it? Versus TBI, where it's further back. Yeah. Versus TBI, where it's... Some it's, of the first stuff was more throttle body injection. Yeah, mm -hmm. but like like my truck right now, it like the injectors go right into the cylinder. Direct port injection. Direct port, yeah, yeah. direct port... Um, but TBI injects it into the throttle body, which is why probably why it behaves more like a carburetor yeah. than it does a fuel injected machine. I'm just trying to think of like why one would be more. That's what doesn't make sense. Polluting than the other. So oh, one of the uh, I 
have no idea. I watched a video on uh, TBI versus TPI, and injecting into the <laughs> throttle body um, is less fuel efficient. So yes, yeah, so it's going to be a lot less fuel efficient, but you're going to get smoother power and more power for the, in the throttle body. Yeah, in the throttle right? body. Yeah, because if you think about the way the two-stroke works, there's a point where you are both exhausting and and intaking and intaking. Right. So, so that actually, that's why it's it's probably why it's worse for the environment. Okay. That makes sense then. Whereas TPI, they might have been able to time it in such a way that you were putting gas mm -hmm. in only on past the, the exhaust past point. point. Yeah, give them more time. If to it's throttle body, you're going to get some blow by uh, going yes. straight. You're going to get some like a lot, down. like a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's why that's why they spooge, right? When you got too much oil or you got too much blow by. Yeah, right? Greta's right. Where this, we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> literally ruining the world by yeah. riding dirt bikes. <laughs> Man, I'm excited to try that TPI. Me too. Yeah, I want to learn how to ride first again. Um, then I want to ride it. So for best bike, mm, I really... So <laughs> I feel like it's kind of silly because we just lauded the Beta so much for all these other things. Uh, beta probably is my my favorite bike, my the best bike. Um, ooh, maybe I should word that differently. So mm. the, the Beta is the best. The Husky is probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. Best and favorite. Are yeah, just because. Ones. Yeah, I think so. Because I mean, it could be objective, right? I like think back. Like, what's your favorite truck you've ever owned, or favorite like car, or whatever? Oh man, that's hard. That's a tough one to answer. Like, but currently, is my, it, my is it is your favorite vehicle you ever owned the best? Mm, definitely you not. You see what I'm right? saying? Yeah. 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 Like my current truck is the best, right? Because it's, it's got all favorite. the new features and that. It's but definitely sweet. But like favorite, man, that's probably like my '89 Toyota that I had yeah. as a teenager. You know? Yeah. So cinema. So we'll say best. So your best is yeah, your beta. Best is the beta. Favorite's probably the TE, just because you know I just immediately fell in love with it. Immediately gelled with that bike, um, and had good times. That's the bike that I kind of learned how to ride a dirt bike on, which I'm still learning. But but you know, a lot of that early time, yeah. Like I had a lot of good times with it. And I do think it was a just a really good, fun bike to ride. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, best and favorite are the same. My current KTM. Um, even though she's she's a little long in the tooth at the moment, I do love her, old Jolene. Wait, but you'd fucking throw her in her bus in a second. Yeah, you don't day. treat her like. Don't lie. It's the best <laughs> favorite. She doesn't mind. She abuses. Doesn't <laughs> mind. That's because it can't speak. If that bike could speak, <laughs> I'm gonna gaslight my dirt yeah. bike right now. It would have a restraining <laughs> order against you. <laughs> a protective order. Okay. Yeah, it's different. It would be in a battered woman shelter. <laughs> So my my current KTM is my favorite. However, I will say like my next bike will probably take its place in that because oh, I'll probably 100%. buy something that'll be so much better in every way. Just because oh yeah, you know, in 2014 that KTM was awesome, but compared to new new stuff, like it's it's lacking in a few areas areas, and I'll, I'll admit that yeah. you know. But she's a good girl. I hope he can get a new bike, man. I do too. Every day I'm like, man, I hope he gets a new bike. I hope so too. We'll figure it out. Well, oh, when we'll this podcast takes off. I'm willing to give you my cut. I was actually going to say the same thing. Yeah, you, you can, can have, have all the cup. money until you get a new bike. <laughs> I'll be all right. Did you hear that, everybody? Be I'm, okay, I'm going to start though. one of those buy me a coffee things and let people. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but yeah, all right. So, so here's a question. We talked about like Beta, KTM, Sherco, like, oh, they're the best of this. If you could build a Franken bike that has, I don't know, KTM frame and ergonomics with a beta motor and KY, like what would be your Franken bike? What would be your <laughs> ultimate? Bro. What's up? 
<laughs> you just assaulted my nose with your ass. Like, oh my goodness. Gosh, <laughs> and didn't say nothing. I'm talking, he just let it sneak. I'm talking and Matt just goes. <laughs> so anyway, what would be what would be your Franken bike if you could kind of combine? Oh, and you can get as wild as you want on this. As wild as you want. You want to put an electric start on a Yamaha? Um, like, what do you want? What do you want to make? Mm. I've never ridden a TM, so I can't say give me a TM something. I, have you, have you guys ridden TM? TM? Mm-hmm. I tell you, it, going fast, it was really fun. Like yeah. I was able to. Like I think I went faster on that bike than any other. It bike feels in my like life. a racehorse, like it, or like a yes. race car. Like it wants to go fast. But put it on single track where you got to be nimble. I did not like it. Oh wow! I thought it was. But on an open road, nimble. I thought it was great. Kind but but it, again, um, you're taller than mm, me, so I shouldn't say nimble. It felt controlled controllable yeah. i felt yeah because i say nimble it felt tight like it was just like oh yeah maybe oh yeah. tight and nimble yeah, are two I, different I could things. see that i don't think so tight is in, I, mm. I know what you're saying but i can't say that right? i liked it yeah i i don't know i i, I it's a weird bike. Sounds weird too. It, it does. sounds so weird. I don't. I don't like the frames. I think. I think it looks like no copied, low end power. At they copied all. Honda on the frame. Well, it's just just a kind that, of polished that aluminum. Style, yeah. That big. What do you call that frame? Huge. Ugly. It's like a four stroke frame. It looks it's like. Big, a, it looks like a Honda frame. A big, is what it looks big like. Bike. But. Mm. But that's we kind of sidetracked. So no, fr- it's okay. <laughs> Franken bike. Really, to think about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it also depends on exactly what. Are we talking like straight up hard enduro? What are we talking? One bike quiver. One bike quiver. Okay. okay. One bike Ooh. to Ooh, rule okay. them all. That's that's easier than and actually. In the can darkness I, can I say them. things that don't exist? <laughs> Ooh. Let's start I mean, with things <laughs> that let's start with things that do exist. I want a bike that's a four stroke that I could turn the valves off and make it a two stroke. That way when Ooh. we're riding in the snow, I could just make it a four stroke. Hmm. Like that, I I I that I know. makes no this sense, is, Michael. I'm just saying, you asked for a Franken bike. Frankenstein's no, monster I, I was asked a real for Franken bike, not science fiction. <laughs> the name of the segment is a science fiction segment, bro. All right, fine. Okay, well, okay Franken bike. I mean, just physics doesn't allow you to just turn off two valves and make it a two-stroke. They said uh, that. Uh, this is easy for me. They okay. said that before. Okay. Minus the turning off four strokes and turning them into two uh-huh. strokes, which I think probably somebody's trying to do. Someone's uh, going to hear this and invent it just to prove me I'm wrong. I'm sure that probably already exists in a fucking airplane motor from the 20s. Like, there's a lot of weird <laughs> the, the shit The Nazis had it for sure. 100%. <laughs> that's, that's why no one's Operation Paperclip <laughs> didn't bring that stuff over, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, honestly, I, I would take my bike with some caveats, right? I want that shirt. I want that beta clutch. Okay. Like, because the clutch and I think is fucking god-awful. Got awful and then it burns and just leaks fucking oil all over the place when it gets hot. It's awful. Uh, maybe a TBI? I, I haven't ridden one yet. I really want to try that. Yeah. So I'm afraid I'm going to get on that KTM and be like, this is the best bike I've ever ridden in my life. Maybe. But I think you. I'm terrified. You I, I kind of hope you do. So I haven't ridden But you, you, you hate KTM, KTM so much. I, don't. I don't think it will. I hate KTM, the company. I don't like hate the bikes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the suspension sucks. The engine sucks. Okay. The handling that's, sucks. That's part of the company. It's like, okay, we, we have we have we have the white power fucking forks, right? Which are garbage. Why are we still doing this? Just get KYBs or anything. Get fucking any Showa forks. Anything else. Marzaki, anything guy, but the guy who owns WPs. WP must be like related it's to It's KTM. Or oh, they owns own, them. Oh, they own Yeah, they bought them. Why don't them. they make it better? I, I don't know. I think they're garbage. 
I, I think that you're going to buy a bike for 11000 and you're going to spend 1500 on forks right away. Mm. 100% right away. So, mm. I mean, you don't have to. A lot what, of unless you're just a most people average average let's, let's dial this back. What KTM fork did you just like? Every single one of them. Like, even, I, even, okay. I have the 4CS forks. I'm I haven't honest, tried. They are not good. So I've heard 4CS suck. I would say... I haven't tried for an all-around bike. The again, Explorer, I want to ride cold. Yeah, the the Explorer forks sucks, but they are they were good for slow techie stuff. Like so they were, they were plush. a good set of forks. Sure, but I'm just trying to you know. But you want to go fast sometimes. So back yeah, to no, Michael. Back to Mike's Franken bike. Your Sherco with a beta clutch is is all your your dream. And maybe bike is. TBI. I really I'm curious about that because I'm. Really curious about yeah. TBI. I want it to be good. Me too. Because the TPI was awful and out of the gate. It was weird. Not awful. Yeah. But just different. I, I the TBI I'm excited about for real. We'll see. Right. But what else am I what else do I want? You want to allow me to make this two stroke, four stroke bite, this fucking monster. Yeah. So, like you've set you've set a hard limit on my imagination here. Like, <laughs> so I just want a beta clutch. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. All right, to let's do limit. your Franken bike. Whatever you want, except whoa, that. you can't do that, bike. Yeah, I know. You're already like you're, you're putting right. ruin in my imagination. All right, so Matt, what's your Franken bike? I think that I would take my Beta 300 engine, put it in a 2023 KTM, call it a day. Really? Cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm yep. I'm fairly simple. I want. I would take the beta engine and clutch, but make it as counterbalanced as the KTM. Put it in a KTM mm. frame and put KYB suspension on it. Okay. Well, if we're talking, oh, if we're, you, you want to get wild, then yeah. Well, you see, my bike's already almost amazing. Then, yeah, perfect. we could do. We could counterbalance yeah, it's got all it a little things. better. But Mike says the Sherco is perfect the way it is. I mean, the <laughs> no, way he looks the at the clutch. <laughs> ladies, find you a man that looks at you the way Mike looks at his Sherco. <laughs> Five percent of I our listening audience is female. Did allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, two percent is non-binary. They probably thought it was a mo- mountain bike channel. <laughs> oh, enduro mountain bikes! I love that stuff. Yeah, no, or rock bottom just meant something different for them. <laughs> <laughs> is this about drinking? <laughs> All right, what's yours? KTM, all KTM. <laughs> I just said what my, my... Did you? I was not listening. It was basically no KTM, right? What did you say? Oh, you said... You basically said, said all the I said beta KTM engine, beta clutch, mm. but counterbalance like KTM in okay. a KTM chassis with KYB suspension. Yeah. So and I, a headlight that works. I, did, I didn't hate... It's a big ass. So Austin 300 XC, Air Forks, didn't mind them. Um, and then, of course, Colton's 6500 kit, that was solid, too. That's probably... Yeah. Probably is solid. Yeah. yeah. Suspension is becoming a bigger deal to me than I ever thought it would be. I think be. as you get better and better. As, like, as I've gotten better and as I've experienced others, like, you know, I talk about Bill's bike a lot just because that's probably some of the best suspension I've experienced because, like, I've owned two KTMs and a Honda XR400, you know, and a clapped out YZ. Like, so, like, my reference point is probably different than a lot of people, but it just felt like it felt kind of planted and smooth and confident, even in like, Chunky, bouldery, yeah. chunder. That's the nice stuff when you can just rail down a hill with yeah. rocks and not worry. So, because my good. bike, dude, my bike kicks me mm. all over the place. I like, I fight that thing. Yeah. So, and sprung for your weight. It is. Yeah. I put the springs in myself. Okay. I bought them at Slavin's. They were in stock that day. Okay. <laughs> I make it sound like they're a sponsor. 
Well, cool. Have we finished talking about bikes? Do you guys want to go somewhere else with it? What? I was going to look at our, our, our list. Our, we kind of talked about two-street versus four, favorite, worst, Franken bike, big three. Yeah, I think we're good. Let's go get food. Let's go get food. Let's go get food. Well, cool. We didn't talk about Enduro, Enduro thirst traps. <laughs> we can. We really didn't roast. I kind of made a little slight here and there. We didn't roast anybody like we were. Oh, yeah, we didn't roast anybody. You know, I, didn't roast you I, I didn't even want to roast anybody. I you don't? just wanted to, like. Oh. You said you didn't want to? Just put some put some traction out on some of these girls. Oh, there you go. But oh. we can just well, save cool. that for next time. We'll save that for, we'll do that. We need to do, you need to do some solid research. Some solid there's research. Some, there's some thirst trap girls out there that are probably decent riders, but. The, okay, so on, the reason why I wanted to bring back. this up. We're going to get canceled are you for objectifying. About? So, okay, so if you remember. Not too long ago, in our group thread, somebody somebody showed that like it was like a Meg's Brap mm-hmm. thing. Right? Oh yeah, and she does. She's she's a good rider, but like for yeah, like reason, she's really out good. There in, like Daisy Dukes in a two. She's yeah. doing some thirst traps. There has stuff, been a right? noticeable increase in that. Lately, but you yeah. see, like the first comment that was like had the most traction was like, "Why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. Don't do this." Yeah. Right, That's and that they, just made me think, like, man, we could talk about some of these people because like it's an interesting. To me, it's interesting because I'm not against it. Like, do whatever you got to do, right? It's like, it doesn't bother me. Whatever pays the bills, right? But then I just wanted to get into, like, the hottest chicks that I thought. We're, we're going to get canceled for objectifying women. Who cares, bro? But they can put their booty meat out there and not get canceled? Yes. You, like, you that's, can't comment on it? That's the rules. Yeah, it's out there so that you feel a certain way, but you're not allowed to say anything? Correct. That's the rule. I mean, they canceled fucking, Baby It's Cold Outside. I can't outside live in a world like this. While WAP was the number one song. Yeah, so. Macaroni in a Pot, baby. So, anyway, <laughs> this, feels, this feels like the end of this next, episode. Next week. Um, bow, 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 bow. <laughs> we, we should talk about tires or something next time. Oh, my God. Productive. Dude. Like we oh, can talk about tires so and all. We actually did get oh, we got tires. Quite, like, put them on subjective or whatever. Oh yeah, people so did, did request for us to talk about. We got we what had several talk requests about to tires? talk about like tires and stuff. We could so talk about ancillary stuff, right? But more, we we, more we live in a specific area. Tires here are gonna be different somewhere else. Yeah, well, that's true. But we can we talk can about what we that. like. We can also talk about tubes, tubeless, losiolis, oh, mooses. Oh, that was a whole we, topic. We yeah, because that would be a whole. That's part of the tire conversation. Whole thing. Yeah, that's gonna be part of the tire conversation. So, anyway, I think we should wrap this up. Go get food and... Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. If you're still listening, thank you. And we appreciate it. Um, give us a five-star rating or whatever it is. Share yeah. it with your friends. Send us money. Send us money. Oh, we should so, get cash at. We should get Patreon. Oh, uh, yeah. So I can buy a new bike. Yeah, nudes on Patreon. Can you put yeah. nudes on Jason the I'll put bike. pictures of my feet. <laughs> yeah, you can put nudes up there. Anyway, thanks, everybody. We'll Don't see you later. I know. See you. Thanks for listening. Peace.